Welcome back to Views from Third Man. For those of you who are first-time listeners, this is a cricket podcast where we look at the events of world cricket from a fan's point of view. But unfortunately, due to the unprecedented nature of the rise in COVID-19 cases in India, there is no cricket to talk about. The COVID-19 crisis has been hard on all of us. I myself have been affected by COVID-19 in the past one month, and I understand how hard it can be for some people. So here at the podcast, we've decided to pledge our support towards the Hemkund Foundation, an organization aimed at providing COVID relief and oxygen supplies for those who need it the most. For every listen we get on the podcast in our new series, Memories of the IPL, we will be donating a certain amount towards this foundation's campaign to help make the lives of those affected by COVID-19 better. We urge all of you to do the same as well. The information is in the bio of the podcast, which can be found on Hubhopper. Today on the podcast, we're going back to the remarkable events of two IPLs. First, we're going more than 10 years back to the events of IPL 2011. And then we're fast forwarding to IPL 2013 because we are after all going in chronological order. IPL 2011 was special for a couple of reasons. The Chennai Super Kings, of course, famously defended their title. But more importantly, Royal Challengers Bangalore came to life. And that was because of one man. And that one man's name is Christopher Henry Gale. Chris Gale today is regarded as the greatest T20 batsman of all time. He's got he's the only player with over 12,000 T20 runs. He has over 1,500s in T20 cricket. And at 41, 42 years old, he walks into interviews calling himself the universe boss with the boss written on his cricket bat, going around like a marauder, scoring runs for fun. But that started in 2011. Throughout IPL 2008, 9 and 10, Chris Gale played for the Kolkata Knight Riders and it wasn't a happy initiation in the IPL for Chris Gale. And because of a West Indies tour that was happening in 2011, Chris Gale was dropped from the Kolkata Knight Riders side, much like a lot of other West Indian players were dropped from their sides. But then because of something that can only happen in West Indies cricket, Gale doesn't get picked for that particular West Indies series. So all of a sudden, he's available to play in the IPL, but the auction's over. So in particular, Chris Gale fashion, Chris Gale is sitting in a bar in Jamaica and having fun when he gets a call from somebody at the Royal Challengers Bangalore asking him to speak to Mr. Malia. Vijay Malia at the other end asks him if he's fit. Chris Gale says, yes, I'm fit. I've been practicing to play for the West Indies. He goes home, finds a passport and visa lying on his bed in a bag packed. He gets onto a flight and flies. Less than 36 hours later, he's batting at the Chinnaswamy Stadium for the Royal Challengers Bangalore against his old team, the Kolkata Knight Riders. And he scores 100 and wins RCB that game. Gale that season made 703 runs in just 10 games and really powered Royal Challengers Bangalore to the finals. But not only that, he won the orange cap next year for scoring the most runs in the IPL. And really, if you are an RCB fan, like so many of you who listen to this podcast and so many people who follow the IPL are, Chris Gale is part of your folklore. And the fact that he doesn't play for RCB anymore often does hurt the fans. But from that period, 2011 to 2017, Chris Gale changed the IPL. He changed his own life and he changed his career. And I've alluded to it once briefly before. He'd walk into bat with that black bandana around his head. He was sweating a little bit and the opposition bowlers would just look at him and say, oh dear, the game was all right until this man came into bat. 
he scored at an incredible strike rate, incredible average, and year upon year invoked fear into the hearts of opposition bowlers. Now he's over forty, and he's still doing the exact same thing for the Punjab Kings. There's nothing more entertaining in world cricket than watching Chris Gale bat or watch Chris Gale in the field. So that has to be one of our moments because Gale is part of cricketing folklore. Then we fast forward to two thousand and thirteen. From IPL two thousand eight to two thousand and thirteen, the Mumbai Indians wasn't viewed as the most comfortable dressing room. It wasn't a place where you went to have a happy time in the IPL and enjoy your cricket. That all changed in two thousand and thirteen, but it didn't change at the beginning of the IPL. It changed halfway through. Never before in international cricket have two batsmen in one particular side scored more runs in their career than the entirety of the opposition combined. But that happened for the Mumbai Indians when they had the god of cricket Sachin Tendulkar and the most successful captain cricket Ricky Ponting opening the batting together. Ricky Ponting had retired from international cricket, but he was captaining the Mumbai Indians sort of as his last farewell to cricket. Sachin Tendulkar, of course, was all set to retire in November that year after his 200th Test match. So it really was a swan song for these two legends. But halfway through the tournament, Ponting realized that he wasn't pulling his weight in the side as a batsman. Therefore, he couldn't be picked. But he was captain as well, so that created a dilemma for him because it wasn't that easy for him to drop himself. But when the team started doing badly, Ponting really had no choice. The vice captain of Mumbai Indians at the time is somebody we all know today as one of the best batsmen in the world, Rohit Sharma. Now, of course, a five-time winning IPL captain. So halfway through the IPL, Ricky Ponting drops himself from captaincy of the Mumbai Indians and makes Rohit Sharma the captain. Mumbai Indians go on to barely qualify in 2013, but end up winning the tournament. They qualify in 2014. Win IPL 2015, 17, 19, 20, and after almost 15 years of the IPL, Mumbai Indians have been the best team in the tournament because they've won it five times. No other team has ever won five trophies before, especially in just the first 15 years of the tournament. Mumbai Indians remain till today the most successful team in the history of the IPL. They've made. Five final. They've made six finals. They've won five of them. They qualify almost every year, and because of that one decision that Ricky Ponting made, Mumbai Indians start every edition of the IPL as favourites. So those were our two moments for this week. The next episode comes out on Wednesday. But before we go, we just like to give you a small message. COVID nineteen is still ravaging through India today. So we advise all of you to stay safe, stay at home if you can. Sanitize and get vaccinated if possible. Stay safe, everyone. See you on Wednesday for the next episode.